0: Hello, hello. Hello. And welcome to the New York Mystery Machine.
1: The hall,
0: ghosts. <laughs> That's a new one. <laughs> what an,
1: try what an odd
0: What an odd one that one is. I don't
1: know who this is, this character.
0: Oh, gosh. Welcome to the show, everyone. <laughs> um, we're so excited to be with you all today. Um, back...
1: And I know it a studio God, so
0: noisy tonight Um, We're so excited And uh, I want to We want to open the show today By just thanking everyone Who has taken the time Over the last couple of weeks To join our new TikTok
1: <laughs> TikTok um, I can't believe we have a TikTok
0: I know we have a TikTok I, um,
1: I barely understand how TikTok works no, Me TV neither age.
0: But, but You know, people apparently are are watching our videos and which is great. That's amazing. A a cool way to kind of like bring out, uh, bring a a good way to highlight some of the stories that we've talked about on the show, as well as some of the stories that we don't get to talk about on the show because our shows are, you know, anywhere between 30 minutes to an hour. And sometimes their stories are literally only like a minute or two long. Right. And so there's kind of like three levels of our storytelling on the show. Now we have our main show. That's weekly. Which is our longest story. We have our little TikTok stories, or our shortest story, and then we have our patron exclusive. One episodes. might say
1: the Goldilocks of
0: <laughs> our patron exclusive episodes, which you can only listen to if you are a patron, and that's until today, because today we thought we would uh, showcase one of our patron exclusives that we really love and adore because it's so it's fucking friggin weird. weird, and it really stuck with us. I thought. I listened to it again recently and I was like oh I really want to cover this story again Um, for people who are just listening to our show but don't give us money every month I think they should also you deserve to
1: know about how fucked up this one is (laughs) it it
0: was so exciting and so I I couldn't resist sharing with all of you and so today we're going to to share that story with you all and um, we hope that in addition to being a really great story it also inspires you to hear more of these stories by joining our Patreon you head on over to patreon.com slash nri mystery machine and for as little five dollars a month you get one of these every month a story that it's a little shorter and doesn't come with ads today it's going to have an ad obviously because it's part of the main show but usually it doesn't have an ad and here's and here's here's the kicker today's ad it's gonna be for our patreon so. <gasps> <laughs> which is a <noises>, alas. <laughs> so um yeah really excited to get into it um today is, is a very interesting case
1: i can't wait yeah you've been you've been teasing this all day well, I
0: stumbled upon it like I was literally researching another episode and as I was researching something I started I saw like a a, a link to this and I was like oh let me look, let me look at this for a second so I took a break and I ended up not finishing the episode I was doing because I was like I need to write this episode right now while mm-hmm. fresh <laughs> So, I mean, what I was doing was I, I, I was researching just hauntings and um, I'm working on one uh, that took place in Manhattan. And one haunting from Brooklyn came across the old uh, scream and um, it was posted on yourghoststories.com.
1: That's a place? It's a place where I people love just that. post
0: like their ghost stories and stuff That's
1: like that. wonderful.
0: And um, here's what's fascinating about this is this is a one account story okay there's no other places to read about it except for another website that i found that just copy and paste and said this is the the Mm. story that Mm -hmm. this person said so it also feels like super exclusive it's like it's a one shot account there's no new stories about it it just exists cool so i was really excited to share a lot of you, a lot of this with you. Um, the post was posted again to your ghost dot com by Jane H. Jane H. So I'll refer to her as Jane throughout this story. Jane writes a first hand account of her time living at 455 A. Sackett Street in Brooklyn. Hmm. Uh, that's in the Carroll Gardens okay. uh, area okay. of, of Brooklyn. Uh, it was posted on January 14th, 2007. Jane writes that she had originally written the, about the account briefly in an article in 2001. Now I looked high and low mm-hmm. for this article. I went to the newspaper archive. I'm not sure if it was an article, maybe a blog. I looked everywhere, I couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. I also went to another podcast I was talking about it and they also couldn't find it. So I know that it wasn't just me right. um, who who can't find this this hmm. article. But she would go on to, to recap her story In this in this uh, firsthand account she writes that her and her family moved into 455 a Sackett Street when she was just 14 years old on April 1st 1998 from the moment they moved in she says quote something was so not right Hmm. it was incredibly dark apartment but it was nice. If you could ignore the feeling of someone standing just behind you or staring at you wherever you went. Oh, I hate that. I know, right?
1: I hate. that. I'm glad you kept the holy water out for me this week. <laughs> I know, yeah. The,
0: you know, from the main from the, from the mainstream, the holy water now takes a takes a place at the table for just in case in case my lights flicker again. Well, it was the family's first multi floor apartment, so it's one of those apartments that has more than one floor. Uh, it this was a three floor apartment that included a basement. Uh, the building itself was built in 1901. So, very old building, mm-hmm. um, you know, as 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 a lot of those Brooklyn buildings are.
1: Love me a pre-war.
0: An elderly woman who lived right next door one day had informed the family that no one had occupied their apartment for more than a year at a time for as long as she could remember. Ooh. In addition to that, she would go on to, to tell them that, quote, Terrible tragedies befell of all set people within only a few weeks of moving in, continuing through the day they moved out. Who now you would uh you would think that uh A, that was a little bit more well known before moving in. Right. And B, for me, mm-hmm. that's enough. I'm like, Well, this was great. This is a great experience. Right, it's been nice. It's been great. Time to go. This little crazy old lady Bye. next door is telling me that I shouldn't live here, so I'm gonna I mean maybe I guess. I don't know, the three floor apartment in in in. In Brooklyn in 1998, it probably was a pretty good rate at the time because yeah. in 1998, no one realized that oh, Brooklyn was a good place to be okay. and the best apartment. Uh, of That's the world. That's what I thought you were going to say. Yeah. Um, they didn't realize that. And they realized that later in time. Um, yeah. So, but the conversation really didn't seem to phase the family too much. Yeah. In fact, though they all had eerie feelings in the apartment, they hadn't noticed anything too weird initially. Okay. Now, as I mentioned, the unit was quite dark. Jane would add that it was very uninviting, <laughs> cold, and damp as well. They had tried to decorate it in hopes that it would add some character, perhaps warm up the place, but nothing seemed to work. Every time they, they decorated it, it just still looked cold and uninviting and dank and
1: Did they not dark. look at the place before they got the apartment?
0: I don't know. It's 1998 real estate, man. They're just like, whoop, let's get all on right. the floor of this. all right. Um, now this is an interesting piece that honestly could be a very logical issue Mm -hmm. or something more paranormal, but no matter what they did, they were unable to connect a phone line.
1: Okay. So
0: this is 1998. We are a handful of years away from cell phones, but we're even more than a handful of years away from landlines and homes really being obsolete. Right. These days- I don't have it in landline. Yeah, most people I know don't have landlines. But
1: I had a landline up to like ten years ago.
0: Yeah, I mean that's fair. But now, in, but now sitting in 2022, it is rare yeah. that you know someone with a landline unless you have had like your entire life. Yeah, like. I don't remember when my mom stopped having a landline. I just, one day I was like, oh yeah, she doesn't have a landline anymore. I don't know what happened.
1: abandoned the landline when we, we moved from the house that we'd grown up in. Yeah, yeah, which so, is, I
0: think it's a normal thing now when people move, right. um, they just don't conclude honestly,
1: it. landlines really do make a lot of sense. Like, what if your cell yeah. phone died and the murderer comes into your house? No, no. You they, need that landline. The
0: landlines really make sense, but it's, an une- but no, it's, I, it's no, a bill it's just no not want to pay to, yeah. anymore. Yeah. Um. But, again, this is 1998, and landlines are essential. Mm -hmm. Cell phones really don't have a presence yet in the world. And you need a phone. Um, Jane said that the phone company had come over about four times to fix the wires, but no matter what they did, nothing. Hmm. And there wasn't even static. There was just nothing. Deadlines. Could not get any sort of anything. And this left the family feeling quite isolated. Because yeah. like, you, you have no contact with the outside world if you don't have a phone. Right. Um and again, like, you know, you say to yourself, you know, it could be just a Brooklyn problem. It could be a wiring problem. But it just seems mm. very strange. It in seems general.
1: very localized to this apartment. Yeah.
0: And also you say to yourself, it's one of those things where, like, yeah, at the time, perhaps it seems logical, but then as you move on to the story, like, oh gosh, this this makes more sense. Right. Now. <laughs> So Jane would begin to speak on the terrifying and near-fatal events that mm. happened in the home while they lived there. Eek. Yeah, near-fatal. I hate that. The first of these strange occurrences was when the ceiling above her brother's bed collapsed. Oh! Jane said the only reason that he wasn't hurt was because he had gotten up to use the bathroom. Mm. But right after he did, the ceiling came crashing down. That's a no good. That's no good. That's no bueno. Mm-mm. Then again, though... Real talk. My downstairs neighbor's <laughs> kitchen ceiling collapsed one day. Well, <laughs> so, you know, stuff happens. <laughs> old Brooklyn apartments. I do know a little about those. Right. And I, And then you say to yourself, "Self, you know, old Brooklyn apartments." Yeah, like a first instance, always is like it's just what it is. Like right. Old wires, old apartment, right. all those. How things.
1: weird. Yeah. You
0: know, a few weeks ago on the show, my lights started flickering. It's an old apartment. I will never forget that. Um. But next, something a little bit more dangerous started. Mm. A fire started in Jane's room. Oh, She had been sleeping when one of her friends had stopped by and rang the bell. Upon hearing the bell, she went downstairs to the door to let her friend in. Within five minutes of answering the door, her neighbor came out screaming that her room was on fire. Jane oh. said that had her friend not stopped by, she would have probably slept right into the fire.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: But that wouldn't be the last time her friend came to the rescue. Upon hearing that her room's on fire, Jane raced up the stairs and found the entire back wall in flames. What? She said that she tried to put it out with a blanket and unbeknownst to her, the door had closed behind her. (gasps) While the door closed, the room would quickly fill with smoke and that caused Jane to start to pass out. Oh my God. Thankfully, her friend... Who was visiting her ran up the stairs, managed to get the door open, and carried her down to safety.
1: Wow!
0: The fire department never was able to determine the cause of the fire.
1: That's real weird. Yeah. That's all kinds of weird.
0: Yeah, you hate to see it. No. Um, I mean, this 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 friend of Jane, thank God, was there. Yeah. I mean, a she would have just been on fire from the get-go, right? And then B she would have died in the
1: gosh in
0: the the smoke trap.
1: That's incredible.
0: I know. Jane went on to say that after those events her neighbor would get real with her okay she would she the old would,
1: lady neighbor yeah yeah the okay. old lady
0: neighbor was like I'm gonna be real with you and tell you some stuff about this house oh gosh like, oh thanks for telling me that now right it was just a little teaser before um, Her neighbor would confide in her and tell her uh, that strange things had always happened in that building. She told them that in the 1930s or 40s, a fire had killed a little boy within a month of the family moving in. Within a month. Oh. Immediate. In the 60s, a couple were quote unquote whacked by the mob. Oh. Because of some quote insidious affair. Oh. She didn't really go into any more details on that. Feels it just feels like very like Brooklyn Italian like she is whacked by the mob. The fact that she said whacked by the mob, I love that. Is like the most old school yes. Brooklyn Italian thing I've ever heard in my life.
1: I also somehow feel like it, it it's in keeping that like she would just drop that and then like not go into what the insidious affair was. Yeah, it's like it's common knowledge, you it's, know.
0: You know, came in, got whacked by the mob. I don't want to talk about I don't it.
1: Talk about that, you
0: know. I don't want them. I don't want them, to, I don't want them yeah. here.
1: Everything's on the up and up now.
0: <laughs> Everything's on the up and up now. She didn't go into any more details, and there wasn't any real documentation on these events, which you're going to find something that kind of lingers throughout the story. Mm. She was told that there was no records because the church's records had been burned in a fire, so they couldn't get any more information than what people said. Now, the church, what? I mm-hmm. know. Um, perhaps the church that she's referring to is St. Agnes, which is located down the block. Okay. Um, and there's a good chance that the parish, the church, could have owned the building or buildings on the block for some All some right. time. Okay. Um, um, and Saint Agnes did have a major fire that took place in the church, but it was in 1901. So uh, before this. So before this. Okay. But there wasn't. But there. So I'm not sure if there was any smaller fires since right. then. Um. I couldn't track any down. But nevertheless, the answer to why we can't read about any of these events was that there is no record in it interesting yeah um and we're gonna chat a little bit more towards the end just about the whole idea of record keeping and Mm -hmm. you know some of the the loose ends i feel the story okay um but the weird things didn't end there and we'll get into those weird things right after we take this quick break we'll be right back
1: Listen to our podcast, which means you must love mysteries.
0: But how would you like to solve your very own mystery?
1: Hunt a Killer is an immersive murder mystery game told over the course of six episode boxes. Each box is filled with different clues and physical items such as autopsy reports, witness statements, and more. You'll use these clues to solve an ongoing murder mystery.
0: Work solo or as a team of sleuths to finally crack the case and reveal the murderer.
1: So do you think you have what it takes to hunt a killer? If so, head to www.huntakiller.com and use the code NYMysteryMachine for 20% off the first box.
0: That's www.huntakiller.com and the code is NYMysteryMachine.
1: Sign up now and begin the hunt. Pow, bow! bow,
0: bow. The New York Mystery Machine is brought to you in part by listeners like you.
1: That's right. Head on over to our Patreon, and for as little as $3 a month, you can help keep the pod growing.
0: By joining, you can access a whole bunch of cool stuff, such as mini-episodes, swag, exclusive playlists, and more.
1: Head to www.patreon.com slash nymysterymachine to find out more and become a patron.
0: That's www.patreon.com slash NYMysteryMachine, and join our ever-growing community today. Okay, we are back, and weird stuff's gonna get weirder. (laughs) A couple of Jane's friends had also experienced strange occurrences at the apartment. She notes in her recap that both her friends weren't told of any of her and her family's experiences. Huh. Um, So, first and foremost, you invite your friends over your house. And you're not like, bitch, this shit is haunted. <laughs> right. Tragedy, just gonna let them. Tragedy be coming down. <laughs> Jane, you should... You should tell people who come over <laughs> that sometimes the ceiling falls and the walls catch on fire. Randomly. Before you just Random intervals. Inv- before you invite your friends over for, for tea. <laughs> um, the first friend of hers said that when she was at the apartment, she saw a little boy in burnt <gasps> rags staring at her in Jane's bathroom mirror.
1: Oh, I hate. Oh, no, not the bathroom mirror again. I hate bathroom we mirror. We hate
0: the bathroom We spoke about this the other day. We hate the bathroom mirror, that trope. That you look up and there's a little boy staring at you in burnt rags. I hate it. Burnt rags. I hate to see it happen. Oh, God. Can't get this boy some, like, clean rags. Oh. Or some real clothes that'd be burnt. But like a smart girl, her friend ran out crying and refused to step back into the apartment ever again. Correct. Correct Which answer. I think, yeah, that is always the correct answer, is to always, nope. Yep. There <laughs>
1: Get the hell out of there.
0: Got to go. Now, the second friend came for a sleepover, and she said that she awoke in the middle of the night swearing that she saw a woman walk into Jane's room through the door. Mm. And not like through the door. we like, through the through door. Through the door. Yeah, like, <laughs> like if I was a ghost, <laughs> that's what it would be like. <laughs> But that's not all that was happening. Again, this is a constant thing that starts to develop throughout the entire time they're oh, in the wow. house. Uh, Jane would write, quote, My brother and I heard children crying and laughing one day downstairs. And when we tried to leave my mother's room, we were locked in, Ugh. even though there was no lock, Ugh. for an hour before it finally opened. Oh, I hate that. So they were locked in the room. The room hadn't. No, lock and on, and just it. the
1: sound of children laughing out there. The well, children that's laughing. horrific.
0: Can you imagine? That's horrific. The little, the I... little laughs and the cries of children, and uh, you can't get to them. You know, there's no children. It's also, it's, it's a three floor apartment. It's the it's the building. The building is the apartment. It's your whole your home. So you know there's no kids.
1: Oh, I'm just putting it together. It's a three floor apartment.
0: <laughs> that's what I meant by a three floor apartment. <laughs> Earlier in the episode, I was like, it's a three floor apartment with a basement. I'm oh, just now a real- three-floor <laughs> apartment. That kind of three-floor apartment. The one with three floors. floors—and I understand it. And when she went downstairs, it's because it was, it was too long with the floors.
1: What's wrong with me? I don't know.
0: <laughs> one day, her mother was downstairs doing laundry.
1: Mm-hmm. As you do. Downstairs in their three-floor apartment. In the three-floor apartment.
0: She was downstairs doing laundry when the lights turned off in the basement. And she felt a cold, scaly hand grab her shoulder.
1: Scaly?
0: Nope, don't like that. Oh, God. (laughs) don't like that. Don't like that scaly Mm. hand. From there, it was just one thing after another thing after another thing after another thing. She would say, quote, weird smells, sounds, and the feeling that something or someone did not want you there. That something bad was going to happen to you, and that you were not welcome at all.
1: Yeah, I got that from the fire.
0: And I say to myself, self, at one point, did Jane not just be like, "I know I'm 14, mom." <laughs> However, <laughs> I think one of us needs to be rational in this. Right. This place is fucked up. We should go. We need
1: to get out of here.
0: And I think if you're the mom and you you felt a scaly hand on you, is not the last the that last been, the last oh, thing
1: for me. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I mean
0: the kids laughing. For me, like I'm like once something sounds super off, I'm gone. Yeah. I got yeah. no attachment to that three floor house. Or
1: at the very least, you walk down the block to Saint Agnes, which is apparently right there. Right there. And say, Hey, I need a priest.
0: I need a priest to do some stuff.
1: Something, anything.
0: I need all the holy water you have. <laughs> and I, I think I think what you thought you heard was I need a lot of holy water. <laughs> what I said What I said was I need All the holy water you have.
1: Exactly.
0: Jane said they moved out a year to the day later. Yeah. But they did find out more info on the apartment after they left. She found out that the people that moved in right after they left tried to renovate the basement and found the body of a little boy in the wall.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Can you even... Can you even?
1: How did she find this out?
0: She would like what she she was still in the neighborhood, so she okay. like she would walk by. And you're, I'm about to like let you know that she did speak to the to the old lady a couple more times.
1: And she was like, "Yeah, I put that boy in there." <laughs> oh my god!
0: That new family left suddenly one night, not too long after, oh, and yeah. never returned. Yeah, like, peace no up. A town down, we out. Gotta go.
1: Oh my. God. God.
0: Another couple moved in and left as inexplicably as the last. Did they know about the boy that was buried in the wall? I, I, I assume. This would go on for quite some time where the turnover would be like month, two months, month, few months. I mean, that family lasted a year, but wow. power to them. Now, Jane's mom was a nurse at a doctor's office. Mm-hmm. And one day she met this woman who was seeing the doctor because of a nervous condition she had. Her mother noticed that the address on the woman's insurance card didn't match the one listed, and the woman explained that she, quote, had only lived at 455A Sackett Street for a few months and had to leave because her mother had died along various other tragedies from the first week of moving in.
1: Good lord.
0: Her mother asked if the woman ever noticed anything weird and the woman explained exactly what they had gone through when they lived there. Ooh. Jane ended her tale by saying that she and her family were all fine now and happy to be out of there and that they all moved on. Uh, They would see the old neighbor from time to time, and she always told them that they made the right call by leaving. (laughs) Now, you may think the story ends there.
1: Oh, it it does not.
0: So Jane posted this in 2007. Well, in 2011, someone saw the post on the site and left a comment. The person with the username Kid wrote the following, quote, I lived in that house for three years in 2003. It was the creepiest place ever. I had the room that I think was your brothers. It was the size of a small closet. The ceiling still had a bad patch job from where the ceiling probably fell in before. There was also remnants of the fire. I had to remove the radiator from the tiny room, and there was a ton of soot behind it. I never felt safe in that place. Under the porch, in the back, there was a small storage room. The entrance was outside under the porch— me and my roommates went in after the door popped one. O- Me and my roommates went in after the door popped open one day. There was a small kneeler altar like thing, and oh. no joke, a pair of girls' roller skates with caked on blood and a small boy's clothes. God
1: no! What no?
0: It was so creepy.
1: And they called the police, right?
0: We called it the goat hole. The people that moved in after us, they bought up the whole place. Completely gutted it and renovated. I can only imagine what they found in there.
1: Um, so, okay. Call the police. Just
0: call the police.
1: I, I don't know. I Maybe it was from years ago, but call the, pol- call
0: the police. They're science.
1: They're science.
0: 2003, they're science. For three years they lived there. Three to six
1: Ah, uh-huh. an altar. I don't like that. I really don't like that. Did you also okay? So I fixated on the roller skates. What was that about clothes? Also clothes.
0: Uh, a young boy's clothes, small boy's clothes, just there.
1: I wonder when this was in relation to them finding a small boy in the. Oh my god. Yeah,
0: and also it's cra- Yeah, I mean it's crazy that 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 Jane's family didn't didn't see this. Like they didn't weren't able to open up this. Like, yeah or didn't plates. try to or Yeah, it just didn't pop open under the porch and um I guess
1: maybe they never went under the porch they were only yeah. there a year.
0: Insane. The little like kneeler al- altar thing. Uh, which no. is also interesting though because if the church did own it it did that is instant inter- co- correlation. Why would a, a a church kneeler be in this room? Oh in the basement?
1: like a kneeler I see what you're saying.
0: Like you know when you you do um like your first confession they have the yeah. little kneelers yeah, yeah, the yeah. little wood things with the little padding yeah. on it. Yeah. It yeah. was one of those.
1: Yeah, like a little church kneeler.
0: Well,
1: no matter what, I hate it. Yeah. Um,
0: so that's something. Oh my god. Um, and like they said, um, like that the guy who commented said, um, the house was indeed gutted. If you go on the rental site, which I did, you can view the ph- photos of it now. It does look pretty gorgeous. You can tell that they really went another way to gut it: clean white walls, hardwood floors, really looking nice. Yeah. Um. It last sold for 1150000 in 2007. And if the timeline oh. works out, these guys said they lived there from 03 for three years. That means in 06, and that means the next year the building sold in 07. So yeah. it kind of works out, you know, And Jane posted wise. in 07. Yeah, and Jane posted in 07.
1: Which is interesting from the perspective of did the people buying the house for whatever crazy I didn't, I
0: mean, they knew and there was also no report you can go on a website to see if anyone died in, in a house right, I was say, there's usually... and there's no I went on there as well and there was no reports of any deaths in the house even though there was one report of death in the house from one of the other right. people who lived there
1: and I guess burying a body in a wall doesn't count the... as a death necessarily yeah. <sighs>
0: The house was then rented in July, as late as July twenty nineteen. It was rented a couple of times, and the last rental on record is July twenty nineteen, uh, for ten thousand five hundred dollars. Oh my um, goodness someone, gracious! Someone me. currently lives there in the middle. they're in the middle of their lease. I believe it's a a three to four year lease. This is just like an interesting story, right? Like it brings out the skeptic in me because so much of the story has no valid source. Yeah. Um. However, this is really pre digital, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I think so often we're like. Well, go to the internet. The internet has to tell us. The internet has to tell us. Yeah. But you know, not all stories are reported to newspapers. Not all yeah. things are reported to newspapers. Maybe not even fires are reported. I don't know. Yeah. Um. uh You know, I also skipped over something that happened to Jane, which was quite traumatizing. Um. It really wasn't paranormal. And if uh-huh. you check out the posting, you can read about yourself. I don't. I don't think I need to talk about it okay. because it doesn't. It doesn't really play into the story. Uh-huh. But what she revealed about herself isn't essential, but something very vulnerable that I don't think she would lie about. And for me, right. that kind of sold me a bit. Yeah. Like to reveal a truth about yourself. Right. Um and be so vulnerable. Um, I don't know why it you lie about anything else.
1: Right. Right. You know, I
0: um you know, she said that she moved to the house April first, which is April Fool's Day. So I part of me was say, like, well maybe yeah. it's a little but but then again that that the poster comments after a couple of years later which is
1: also interesting that when...
0: also, and also there's correspondence there. So that would mean like this also guy has to like be making something up. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it's a really interesting story. If it's all true, it's fucking terrifying. It's
1: terrifying. Um,
0: and I thought it would be a really interesting topic to chat in our mini episode about this month.
1: That's I'm inc- my, my brain is melted from this. Um, I wonder how you would even go about up- like, if They found a body, and I'm stuck on the body of the wall. Clearly, you would have to report that to the police or something, right? Yeah, Someone, I wonder how one tracks down that kind of paperwork. Yeah, good lord,
0: but there, there you have it.
1: Well, uh, I know where I am not moving ever. Yeah, also, but... I mean, that's out of my price range, but you know,
0: yeah, but that 000. is that is being.
1: Wow.
0: Tormented in Brooklyn is what it was called if you if you want to read the story for yourself. I I I quoted much of the story itself. It's kind of that's the basis of it and it's on yourghoststories.com um okay. where you can post your ghost stories. It's an open source open place that you can post your And if your you're stuff. currently
1: living at this house, just saying. You want to have an exclusive interview with uh, the New York Mystery Machine and tell us how that's going.
0: Well, that is that. It's a weird fucking story. (laughs) It's a weird story. And it hasn't gotten any less weirder. No, no. Since I listened to it the first time around.
1: It's horrifying. It's really horrifying. Uh,
0: If you're interested in hearing more of these stories that you don't get to hear every week on the pod, uh, you know what to do. Head over to Patreon.com slash NY Mystery Machine. And for as little as $5 a month, you can get this patron exclusive every month. Little, you know, smaller stories. That um, we don't get a chance to talk about uh, in our weekly show, and it comes right to you on the Patreon app slash website. And uh, we would love to to have you join our ever growing community. Thanks so much for being a part of it. Those of you who are patrons who have listened to this one before, who listened to it again, and those who are who um, are interested in joining our Patreon. We we hope that uh, we make some new friends along the journey this year. Yeah, how exciting! We're back all new next week, and you guys.
1: It's a doozy.
0: We have promised you a crazy doozy coming up in March and, um, we got it. We, 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 we did it. And so uh, over the course of the next few weeks, we're going to have a really special series and uh, we're really excited to bring it to you. It's going to be our first ever like really mini series on the show and, um, we're, it, and it culminates in a really special way and we're so proud of the work that we did and um, excited to bring it to all of you. So um, thanks for, for listening. Thanks to our patrons who, who, who constantly support us every month financially and to all of you who uh, hook us up with you know your your listens and your likes and all that.
1: This podcast podcast is made by viewers like you. This, Thank po- you. This podcast. Did I know. What it is? <laughs> this podcast.
0: Um. All right. We are back next week. So uh, I've been Adam Ace. Thanks for taking a ride on the New York Mystery Machine. Time in a
1: hall, but for ghosts.